Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a home for Christmas here at Temple this morning. We want to invite everyone to stand with us today. Everyone stand. We want you to sing along and worship with us here. For unto us a child is born, a son is given, a son is given. For unto us a child is born, a son is given, a son is given. The Messiah, oh, to see him, to see him high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory. A child is born, a son is given, a son is given. For unto us a child is born, a son is given, a son is given. The Messiah, oh, to see him, to see him high and lifted up, and shining in the light of your glory. going so great. I'm actually in the middle of finals and I'm trying to write my final paper. It's just been really hectic. Oh, I, I, I didn't mean to bother you. I just I oh. just wanted to hear your voice. It's fine. It's fine. It, it's a pleasant distraction. Well, I, well, the reason I was calling, I just was going to see if you was going to be able to come home for Christmas. Oh, um, I'm not sure actually. I've got a lot going on and, and this final paper... I'll try. Well, I, I, I don't want to put no pressure on you, but I, I just, it just seems so lonely. You're, you're the only one I got left, and I sure would love to see you for Christmas. I'll, I'll try my best to come home, Grandpa. Well, I, 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 I'll be praying for you. If you need anything, you, you know, you've got my number. Yes, sir. I hope you have a good one, okay? You too, Grandpa. Okay. Love you. I love you too. Chestnuts roasting over an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose People wish they could sing as good as me Oh, oh, oh Boy, cold out here. I hope she don't take long. I sure am glad she's coming home.
Sit down, sit down. More than a load. What? How are you doing? Not good. What's wrong? The journey to get here was literally the worst experience I've ever had. And then I saw I had all these people on the street that wouldn't get out of my way and all their singing and the snow. Isn't that great? It's the worst. It's the Listen, this is the greatest time of the year. It's Christmas. It's the worst time of the year. I hate Christmas. No, 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 no. You have the lights and you have you have the snow and and and, and all the excitement and the music and eggnog. That's disgusting. You don't like eggnog? I hate eggnog. Oh, well. Well anyway, how's school going? It's alright. How'd how'd that term paper go? I finished it. Made a B plus. Okay, all right. Well, you get that from me. Guess so. I was brilliant. Where are you? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's hereditary. Hope I get a little bit more of it then. Well, I think you will. I think you will. Are you still with that person? Yes, Grandpa. I am. Not much on him. Well, you just got to get to know him a little bit more. He needs a job. He's looking. Well, anyway, I'm so glad you're here. You know, I love the presence and all that, but it's really not about that. It's not about the present? Nope. Then why did I find all these people? Well, that's just tradition. Tradition. But oh. you know, all of this, this whole Christmas thing, it's really about a baby. A baby? A baby. A baby a long time ago. Anyway, just listen to this. And you'll, you'll figure it out. It's all about a baby.
You mentioned something about a baby. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A baby. A ba- not just any baby. You know, babies are born every day, but no baby like this baby. This was a special baby. Well, what made this baby special? Because it was promised by God. Promised by God? Yep. And, and not only that, this baby was prophesied about. Before it ever arrived, this baby was talked about. There was a prophet named Isaiah. 
And he said that a virgin would conceive and bear a son and you will call his name Emmanuel. Wait, 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 wait. A virgin would have a baby? Yep. How's that even possible? Well, with man, it's not. But with God, all things are possible. Oh. And you know what Emmanuel means? No. It means God with us. God with us. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm with you. Right. God with us. Him in our presence. Amen. God would come down in, in the form of a man and be with us. Wow. Mm-hmm. But he, that's not all he said. What else did he say? He said that, that, that this child would be born and he would have a special name. A special name. Mm-hmm. It says, for unto us a, a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. That's a lot of names for a baby. Oh, yeah, but it, it fits this baby. Does it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How? Now, you know, I'm going to have to make a long story short, and I'm not good at that. I know. So, let me try. Let's okay. Let's skip ahead. Let's skip ahead uh, 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 into a place in Bethlehem. 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 Okay. All right. In Bethlehem, there was there was a a mother. Actually, she was from Nazareth, but they went to Bethlehem because it was tax season, and oh. Caesar Augustus wanted them to go to their hometown so they could be taxed. And but anyway, anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. All right. She was told by God. That she would give birth, but she'd never been married, never been with a man, and this child would be from the Holy Ghost. That sounds completely insane. I know, but just follow me, follow me. Well, here we come time, and it's time for the baby to be born in Bethlehem. In Bethlehem. In Bethlehem. And you know what? God made a birth announcement of his own son, too. Like the ones we have today? Well, you know, the ones we have today are kind of cheesy. But this one, let me tell you how this one went. It says they were in the same country, shepherds abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior, which is Christ the Lord. Wait. Yep. A baby, a baby was born, was born to a virgin, to a virgin, to become a savior, to be a savior. I don't understand. Well, just follow me. Watch. I'm trying. Watch. Baby, savior, but he was also something else, what which, else? which gave him the ability to be the savior. The okay. shepherds, watch this. It says, and this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. What are swaddling clothes? Very good question. See, you're, you take after me. You're, you're brilliant too. It's okay. a very good question. Swaddling clothes. You see, these shepherds, they were not just any ordinary shepherds. They weren't? Nope. The proximity of Bethlehem to Jerusalem, uh, they, it was so close, they used these shepherds to raise the Passover lambs oh. for the Passover sacrifices in Jerusalem. But see, the Passover lambs could not just be any lamb. It had to be a lamb without spot and without blemish. Wow. They had to qualify it. And see, what would happen is when, when, when they would give birth to these lambs, when it was a lamb without spot and without blemish, they would take those rags and they would wrap them from their feet all the way up to protect them so that they wouldn't get any blemishes so they could be used as a Passover sacrifice. And they wrapped them in the swaddling clothes? In the swaddling clothes. And see, when the shepherds went back and they found Jesus and he was wrapped in the swaddling clothes, it was a sign to them that not only was he the Lamb of God, but he was also without spot and without blemish. You get it? No. So you're saying that a baby, born a, baby. a virgin, yep. would become a savior, a savior because he was a lamb? Because he was a lamb. Huh. It's common sense. It's something. Well, I tell you what. In order to understand the lamb, you got to understand the Passover. Okay. But, but I tell you what, 
I'm kind of cold. Why don't we go home? And when we get home, I'll tell you the rest of the story. Sounds good. Sounds good? Well, yes. come on. Let me get your bag. Okay, thank you. Let me get your bag. Oh, mercy. You got it? Yes, yes. Okay. Getting old is not for sissies. <clears throat> sure ain't. Oh. 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 I'm so glad you're home. I'm glad to be home. How long do you get to stay? Probably just a few days. Okay. But it's worth it. I'll take what I can get. kidneys on last night. I didn't have to act none of that. Be 
heaven and nature see, and heaven and nature see, and heaven and heaven and nature see. Joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ, while fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy. Repeat the sounding joy. Repeat, repeat the sounding joy. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of His righteousness. And wonders of His love, and wonders of His love, and wonders, wonders of His love, and wonders, wonders of His
I'm sorry we had to take the wrong way around, but Widow Jones's dog will chase you. It's okay. I'd rather rather have to walk through people than have a dog chase me. Mean as she is, she don't need no dog. Well, she everybody needs somebody, that. I guess. Oh, got it. Mercy. Whew. Glad it's warm in here. Me too. What a nice fire you have going. Oh, yes. Wow. Have a seat. Have a seat. Feels good to be home. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Tree looks nice. Did it myself. Good job. Oh, mercy. Glad to be home? I am. All right. Now let's finish our conversation. Okay. Here's the deal. To really understand the baby and the importance and, and, and what it was all about, we have to go back a long time ago to a place called Egypt. You ever heard of Egypt? Egypt's the place with all of the pyramids, pyramids and Pharaoh. Nile River. Yes. The whole deal. Yes, yes, yes. I know what we're talking about. Well, the nation of Israel, God's people, was there. And, 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 and to get this, you got to understand that God uses Old Testament pictures to reveal New Testament realities. In other words, God will use something and point to what's going to happen in the New Testament as an illustration. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. All right. Now... The nation of Israel was in Egypt in bondage, in slavery for years and years and years. And and then God sent someone named Moses. I've heard of him. Moses. Moses came and, you know, uh, let my people go. And and so to make a long story short, he brought plagues upon the, the nation of Egypt so that Pharaoh would let God's people go. Well, the last plague was called the death angel. That doesn't sound very good. It is as bad as what it sounds. God told them that at this time, the death angel was going to pass through Egypt and the firstborn of every house would die. Wow. That, that seems a little harsh. It is. It is. The nation of Israel was in Egypt too. So they were, they were in, in, in danger of being, you know, their firstborn is dying. Wow. But God gave them a way out. What was the way out? It was called the Passover lamb. Passover lamb. He said, if you will take a lamb and you will sacrifice, you, you, will, you will take that and slay that lamb and take the blood and put it on the doorpost and the lintel. The angel, when he comes by, he said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. In other words, it would deliver the firstborn, which the firstborn represents the whole of the family. Right. And, and see, the death angel would pass by and he would be saved and delivered if they saw the blood. And they were to take that lamb and eat that lamb to give them the, the nourishment and the strength because they would be delivered that night. That night, God took them out of slavery, out of bondage, and led them to the promised land. Wow. Now, remember what I said that's an Old Testament picture right. of a New Testament reality. Okay. Now, let me explain what the New Testament is. You remember I said he was a lamb. Yes. A lamb. A lamb. All right. Now, he was the Passover lamb. You see, all of mankind is in sin. We're in bondage and slavery to the devil. We're under condemnation. You know, the condemnation that they were under with the death angel, death was coming. The Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And it says in Romans six twenty three, for the wages of sin is death, but, but the gift of God is eternal life. And you see the lamb had to come and be sacrificed because it took blood to pay for our sins. And see, Jesus came in this baby, this baby that was promised to Mary, his name was Jesus. And 30 years later, he began his ministry. And you know what he did? What did he do? He healed blind people. What? He healed lame people. Really? He even turned water into wine. Wow. Walked on the water. 
He was in a storm one time in a boat and, it, and they thought they were going to die. And they said, don't you care that we perish? He walks right out onto the bow of that ship and says, peace be still. And it quit raining. The wind quit blowing. Utter calm. I mean, it wigged them out. Wigging me out. Yeah. Yeah. But he did that. I mean, just, just spoke the word. And he raised the dead, went to a graveyard, called the dude's name, and he come out the grave. Are you serious? Come out the grave. Four days. He already stinking. I'm speechless. And you know why he called his name? Why? Because if he didn't, all the dead people would come. Oh, yeah. Better just call one. Mm-hmm. And you know what? What? After all of that, he even... He even took one lad's lunch and fed thousands of people. Just one lunch? You know what? What? You would think everybody would like him. Wouldn't you like somebody like that? I like him already. But you know what his people did? What'd they do? They rejected him. They denied him. They wouldn't believe that he was who he said he was. And you know what else they did? What? They killed him. He was doing all of those great things and they killed him? Yeah. They came and arrested him. His, all his followers, his best friends, they ran out on him. He was betrayed by one of his own. And they beat him and, and, and just brutalized him, mocked him, just shamed him, spit in his face and hung him on a cross. But you know what? What? As bad as that sounds, he was still in charge. He was? Yeah. When he was being interrogated... He said, look, for this cause came I into the world. For this reason was I born. You remember, we're back to Christmas now. He was born for that cross. Wow. You know what happened? What? Before that, I got ahead of myself again. Oh. Let's back up. Back up. Three years. Three years. Three years. There was a man named John Baptist. John the Baptist. John the Baptist. He was a bad dude. Really? Yes, sir. He was not politically correct at all. He would not make it today in TV. No. He told a bunch of religious people, he said, you're a viper and you're a generation of vipers. He, you know what that means? No. It means you're a viper, your pappy's a viper, your grandpappy's a viper, you're, you're a bunch of vipers, snakes. That's not good. Can you imagine? No. That's what he did. Wow. Told them, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And you know, see, they've been waiting all this time for a Messiah. Mm-hmm. For the one that God had promised, for that baby that was for promised. Are you him? He said, nope, I'm not him. He said, I'm not even worthy to latch his shoe, but there's one coming after me. I'm baptizing with water, but there's one coming after me that's going to baptize with fire and the Holy Ghost. Wow. And you know what happened? What happened? He came. He did? He did. Oh. Listen, he came. Before I'm getting ahead of myself. Before he started his ministry, God told him in the wilderness that said, this is going to be the sign where you know it's him because he wanted to confirm who it was. Right. He said, he said, when you see the spirit of God descend as a dove and land upon him, that's him. You'll know that's him. And see, one day he was preaching and people were coming. They were baptizing. I mean, they was having revival. And Jesus comes and he says, I need you to baptize me. And John baptized him. And you know what happened? What happened? A dove came out of heaven and it was the spirit of God in the form of a dove. And it landed upon him. And that's not all. It said that there was a voice from heaven said, behold, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Wow. And you know what John knew then? He knew that he was the Savior. That was him. Whoa. You know what else happened? What happened? The next day, he's coming down the riverbank, and he's still preaching, and they're still baptizing, and everybody checks out, and there's Jesus, and you know what he calls him? What? He says, behold, watch now, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. The Lamb of God. The Lamb of God. And see, the lamb had to die. But Jesus said it was all part of God's plan. You know, here's the thing. I love gifts at Christmas. But the greatest gift that's ever been given is the lamb of God. You see, he said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Can I, can I talk to you about something 
kind of, kind of person? Of course. Here's the deal. Jesus lived and he died. But on the third day, he rose again. He got up. Like Lazarus? Just like Lazarus. Oh, wow. Listen, and he, and he lives today in heaven. And he's calling all those who are sinners. And you know what the Bible says? What? The Bible says we're all sinners. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Baby doll, you realize you're a sinner? I am. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever told a lie? Maybe. Are you lying now? Yes, sir. You know what that makes you? A sinner. A sinner. And you know what? Sin has to be paid for. But the penalty for sin is death. But do you know what? God loved you so much that he gave his son to die instead of you. Not just for you, but instead of you. And see, God commended his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And he's offering salvation. You know, it says in, in the book of John, it says, he that believeth is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already. Jesus told him, he said, I didn't come to condemn you. You were already condemned. I came to save you. I came that Messiah, the lamb, the perfect spotless lamb to die to save you. And you know, he wants to save you today. He does. He does. He doesn't want you to die. He doesn't want you to be separated from him. He loves you more than you could ever, ever imagine. And you know what he would do today? What would he do? He would save you if you'd ask him. He would? He would. Let me ask you a question, and this is like really important. If you were to die right now, are you 100% sure you'd go to heaven or would there be some doubt? There'd be some doubt. You don't know. No, sir. Would you like to know? I would. If I could take a Bible and show you how you could know for sure that you were going to heaven, would you like to know? I would. All right. Step by step. All right. It says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Come short means like you're shooting an arrow and you miss the target. That's us. When it comes to being what we need to be to get to heaven, we miss the mark. We miss the mark. And see, because of that, we're sinners. Now, do you believe you're a sinner? I am. Okay. All right. Now, the second thing you got to understand, it says for all, for the, in Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And then it says that, that God commended his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Now, here's a really important question. You believe that Jesus died for you? I do now. Do you believe he rose again the third day? I do. Okay. Now, here's, here's the Here's the deal. This is where we draw it together. In Romans 10, 9 and 10, it says, For whosoever, that means you, that means me, means whoever, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now watch, here's the key. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now what that means is it's not a fancy prayer. There was a man on the cross beside Jesus. And you know what he said? What did he say? Remember me. That's it? That's it. Remember me. Because see, it was what he did with his heart. He believed on Jesus with his heart. And I want you to believe him with all of your heart. And your prayer is your just confession of your mouth, what your heart's already done. Would you like to do that today? I would. Now, I can pray with you, and, and, and I can help you. You can pray on your own. Which would you rather do? I'll do it. Okay. All right. Well, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I'm so glad for your saving grace. I'm so glad for Jesus Christ who came, and he lived, and he died, and he rose again for our forgiveness and our deliverance. He was truly the Passover lamb. Thank you for sending your son that we could be forgiven and saved. Lord, my precious granddaughter is coming today to trust you as her savior. In her own words, she's going to ask you to forgive her and save her. And according to your word and your promise, I pray that you'll do that very thing, just like you did for me years ago. In Jesus' name. Now just tell him, just be honest 
with your heart. Dear Lord, I know that I'm a sinner. And I just ask you to come into my heart and save me. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins and that if I ask you to save me, you will. And Lord, I just ask you to do that for me right now. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. You know what, sis? According to the Bible, you know what he just did? What did he do? He just saved you. Every sin, everything you've ever committed, that attitude you had on the tart bench. Yeah. Gone. Good. Gone. Wiped away. Now, now let me ask you a question. It's kind of a trick question. But do you think you'll ever make another mistake? I'd like to say I hope not, but I feel like I will. You probably will, you know, because we're human. Right. It says in 1 John, it says if we confess our sin... He is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So anytime you make that, that mistake, God will tell you, you don't have to worry about it. He, the Holy Spirit lives in you now and he'll let you know and just say, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he'll wash it away. You know what? What? This is an awesome Christmas. It is. It's a great Christmas. You change your mind about Christmas? It's pretty great. How about eggnog? No. <laughs> well... I guess anything's possible. It is. You ready for? You ready to go to bed? I am. Well, you you go on to bed, and uh, I'm just gonna spend a little while out here. Okay. Good night. Good night, Grandpa. <clears throat> and all God's people saying, "Listen, everything we do up here, everything we do up here, all the practice." All the time. Now, we like to enjoy ourselves and we like to enjoy the music because I do. I, I love it all. I love it all. But everything we do is to present the truth of the gospel to everyone here. And the truth of the gospel is this that God loves you more than you could ever imagine. God loves you more than you could ever imagine. Nothing in this world is more important to Him than you. He loves you. He loves you enough to send His only Son. To die, not just to come, not just to be born, but he sent him to die. He knew what was going to happen. He knew what was required. It says, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. And he came to die for you and me. His birth, he was born to die. He was born to die. But he got up 